Happy holidays here from the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. This is episode 459 of our little podcast, and we are being released right in the sweet spot of the holiday season. It's actually Christmas Day for the release of this podcast, December 25th. So if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. For me, the solstice came and went, which is such a great time up here in the Pacific Northwest as we inch closer now to more sunlight. It's amazing how much the darkness sort of creeps in and Get you going so the solstice hits and we get those extra couple of minutes every day always makes it pretty exciting up here for those of us who live in the dark gray skies of the Pacific Northwest. One of the things that I like to do as we get towards the end of the year is I like to look back and sort of reflect on things, find things of interest, sort of piqued my curiosity throughout the year. And one of those things is quotes. I love to collect and gather quotes from lots of different places, lots of different sources. But today I thought I would do 10 quotes about photography that sort of piqued my interest or kind of made it into the notebook, found its way of sort of making me think about my photography or revisit my photography sort of an interesting way. And a lot of these are sort of thematic around how we connect to our work. But I thought I'd go ahead and share some of those quotes today, a little bit about why I selected them to share in the podcast, what I found interesting about them. And hopefully they'll give you some things to think about and ponder in your work as you move forward and reflect back on past year and plan and anticipate 2024 and whatever that will bring for you photographically and creatively. Our first quote comes from the wonderful Diane Arbus, who I have a lot of quotes from. I think quotes from, I think Diane has said some amazing things about our sense of ourself and how we photograph. But this particular quote was, or is, a photograph is a secret about a secret. The more it tells you, the less you know. And I love this quote. I love the idea of that there is this moment that happens in photography where I, as a photographer, am in on something about the photograph, whether it be a portrait, a landscape, a gesture on the street. But there's a moment of something that I'm aware of that I'm allowing the viewer to have an access point to, allow the viewer to connect with and sort of see. But the more I include, the more I tell, the less we know about what's going on, the less we understand about the scene in front of us. And so having this sort of multi-layered possibility within the photograph, I think is really interesting. And that idea of the photograph being a secret about a secret. So again, there's a removal of us from that first layer, that first level of the secret that we don't all know about, I think is a really interesting concept for us to sort of think about photographically. The second quote comes from Henri Cartier-Bresson. And it says, it is an illusion that photos are made with the camera. They are made with the eye, heart, and head. And I love this because so many times I hear still to this day, people talking about the importance of equipment, gear, techniques in Photoshop, techniques in Lightroom to really make the photograph work. And while yes, there are certain techniques that make things easier or allow us to express our vision It is not ultimately the camera that defines that. We could put any camera in your hands and you can go make amazing photographs. We're not stuck and limited based on that technology, but it is so easy for us to get trapped into that rat race that we need certain equipment. We need certain gear. We need a certain type of lens, lighting system, place to photograph, location to photograph. All of that equipment is secondary to the experience we bring to the thing we want to photograph. And it is our ability to understand what we see, feel, and think about the thing we're photographing that allows it to become expressive, become more than 
just a snapshot of something to really tell a much more engaging, interesting conversation between the viewer and the photograph. The next quarterback comes from Annie Leibovitz, and that is, a thing you see in my pictures is that I was not afraid to fall in love with these people. I think that is such a beautiful way of thinking about what makes portraiture work so well. It is about that connection and that relationship between the photographer and the thing they're photographing. Those people and the relationship you build with those people, the way you connect with those people becomes so important. And then I love the idea of not being afraid to fall in love, to put risk, to put your own risk of yourself into the work and a relationship. Because sometimes when we fall in love, we get hurt. It doesn't always work out for us when we fall in love. And so I think it's a really beautiful phrasing that we're willing to put ourselves in a position to be vulnerable, to be at risk, a chance to be hurt, but allowing those feelings and allowing the positivity that comes out of being in love to really excel and present itself in those photographs. The next quote's from Nan Golden. And I thought this was such an interesting quote when I read it because it's really sort of sunk into me about the the real effect of what they're talking about. The quote is, I used to think that I could never lose anyone if I photographed them enough. In fact, my pictures show how much I have lost. And I thought that was such an interesting sort of realization in how we photograph and what we photograph and how it is a reflection of who we are and not just the people we've lost or the places we've lost or the things we've lost, but no matter how much we photograph them, we become more connected to them. We become more attached to them. We understand them in a much more deep and meaningful way. And so when we look back at something that is lost, some person that is lost, that is no longer in our lives, or we have a lot of photographs within them, we realize how much we miss that person, that conversation, that place, that location, whatever it is you're photographing. That deep relationship, again, that deep connection that we made, having the photographs, yes, they help us remember things and they remind us of things and they invoke within us certain emotions and certain feelings. But we're drawn back to that experience. We're drawn back to that time and place and recognizing that we no longer necessarily have that because it is gone. And they do become in some ways a way of processing the sadness and the loss that we might experience. I just think it's such a beautiful idea that we do all this work in an attempt to record and save. And at the same time, it means that we really understand what is lost when it's gone. The next quote is, it is easy to make a picture of someone and call it a portrait. The difficulty lies in making a picture that makes the viewer care about a stranger. That's from Paul Strand. And I have one of Paul's photographs that I actually purchased at auction a number of years ago hanging in the studio. So I love Paul's and Paul's work. But the thing that I found so sort of compelling for me this year about this quote is it addresses one of the fundamental questions that comes up for me over and over again in my work and that I hear over and over again when I talk to other people. How do I make a photograph that somebody else wants to look at? Again, there, how do I get somebody to care about the stranger in the photograph? Not that it's just a beautiful portrait, a well-lit portrait, a classically posed portrait, but that I get somebody to look at that photograph and think, wow, that person that I have no relationship with, I'm now interested in. I'm now wanting to know more. I'm wanting to live in that photograph. I want to hang out in that photograph a little bit more. I want to uh, 
understand something about my relationship to this person I've never met before. That becomes a really compelling piece within the photograph. And I think part of that goes back to a little bit of what Annie says, a little bit of what Nan says. That's why I said sort of the theme of these, of these quotes comes down to this idea of connection. The things we know that we are willing to express and share, not just about the subject of the photograph, but ourselves within the photograph, I think it becomes interesting and important. Uh, Dawood Bay has a wonderful quote. Again, we're in the similar theme again, so it might sound a little repetitive, but ah, it's my podcast, so too bad. Uh, people say, don't stare. Through the photos, not only do I stare, but I allow viewers to stare at the subject, to see things they cannot see with a casual glance. And I love this idea, too, that part of what a photograph does is it gives us the opportunity to live in that world of that frame. You know, bound by the edges, top to bottom, left to right, this microcosm of a universe that sits within that structure of light is so amazing and that there's an opportunity for us to deeply connect and deeply engage with a photograph where if we're on the street, it may be awkward to stare. We may not want to get caught staring and looking, but the photograph gives us an opportunity to do that. And from that, we have an opportunity to learn about ourselves and to learn about somebody else in a way that we may not have before because we're given the time to allow that opportunity to connect in a way that we maybe wouldn't on the surface allow for whatever reason. Maybe we're getting to see people in a location we've never been to. Maybe we're just nervous about connecting with people on the street, or maybe it's something that we aren't familiar with, but we get this opportunity to dive a little bit deeper, to build a little bit deeper relationship, to connect in a more meaningful way. And I think for issues that come up for us that we're uncomfortable with, whether it be around race or gender or identity, having that opportunity to have that photograph give us a chance to engage in that conversation in an interesting way, I think opens up a possibility for us to really find a way to connect to society and to connect to issues that we may not be comfortable with and familiar with in a method or a way we wouldn't have otherwise. All right, the next quote comes from Minor White. There is no particular class of photograph that I think is any better than any other class. I'm always and forever looking for an image that has spirit. I don't give a damn how it was made. And this kind of goes back to a little bit of gear, Cartier-Bresson, a little bit about the notion that what I'm really interested in in life is looking at great photographs. I don't care what the camera was. I don't care what the f-stop was. I don't care what the paper was. I don't care what the location was. What I care about is that is an amazing photograph where somebody has done a meaningful image. They put themselves, the expression of themselves, the relationship they have to the thing they're photographing in a meaningful way that it has given back to them. And that connection really drives the experience of looking at the photograph. Focusing on how it was made does not tell us the why it was made. And the why is oftentimes the more critical question to be asking. In a similar line, Robert Frank has a great, has a lot of quotes that I have in my book of quotes, but this one is, there is one thing a photograph must contain, the humanity of the moment. And I think that's one of the things that we all want to make sure we hold on to is that we are part of a broader world that we all occupy. We all occupy the earth. We are all connected in some way. The interactions we have impact everything we do. And our humanity is one of the things that binds us together. And in the moments we take photographs, are we truly being the best of who we are? Are we putting our best 
into the universe through our photography, or are we not? And I think if we're not putting the best of who we are out there, I think it calls into question whether or not we should click the shutter. Engaging in a meaningful way with the things around us, whether they be rocks, trees, people, animals, whatever it is, and reflecting why that lifts us up and why that connects us together, I think is really important. The next quote is from the amazing and wonderful street photographer, Jamal Shabazz. Jamal says, the majority of people I have taken photographs of, I've had conversations with. What are your goals and aspirations? What are you about? It's not just about capturing, it's not just about me capturing the image. I want to know what you are about. And again, I think that goes to this underlying theme of when we make photographs, are we photographing the thing? Are we photographing our idea of the thing? Are we photographing our relationship with whatever's in front of the camera lens, person, place, object, whatever it is? And that we want to know and have that photograph reflect back something meaningful. We want it to reflect back something that is unique, that lingers with the viewer, that connects with the viewer in a really insightful way. That to do that, we have to engage with the subject matter in a meaningful way. We're not just observers of things. We connect to things. We identify with things. We relate to things and people and objects. That relationship is at the cornerstone of sort of defining what makes our photographs work. Similar to that, the, it's Kara uh, uh, Walker is an uh, amazing painter um, and mixed media artist. Uh, and Kara has a quote that, I don't want a completely passive viewer. Art means too much to me. To be able to articulate something visually is, is a really important thing. I wanted to make work where the viewer wouldn't walk away. He would giggle nervously, get pulled into history, into fiction, into something totally demeaning and possibly very beautiful. Just like when we create the work, if we want people to be engaged and we want them to not walk away, we want them to be active when they look at our work, we have to be active in the creation of that work. We have to connect and be meaningful and purposeful in our way of seeing and our way of being in the presence we bring to the space to make the photograph. It's not just click and done, but it's identify, relate, learn, click, and then generate that photograph. And through that interaction, I as a viewer then aren't just passive in that approach. I'm given the opportunity to explore your relationship and therefore my relationship with the thing you photographed. All right, the last quote, which is sort of a bonus quote, because I do 10, but I got 11 here. Uh, Alex Soth says that I always, I always say that photography's closest cousin is poetry because in the way it sparks your imagination and leaves gaps for the viewers to fill in. And I thought that was a great bookmark sort of to Diane Arbus's Secret Within a Secret, that great photographs allow us to relate. They allow us to connect, but they don't give us 100% of the answers. They leave an opportunity there for a dialogue to happen, for imagination to happen, for creativity to happen on the viewer's part by making the photograph be something more than just of the thing. We open the opportunity within ourselves and our viewers to let imagination, connection, creativity, spirituality, whatever come into that photograph because it becomes something more than just the subject of the thing. But anyway, those are my quotes to sort of kick off the end of 2023 as we move into 2024. Next week's podcast, we talk a little bit about 
things to consider in moving your work forward in 2024, maybe how to think about setting some goals and objectives for what you're doing creatively. Thank you so much for being a podcast listener. I really do appreciate you spending however much time you give me each week listening to the podcast. If you're a subscriber, thank you so much. If you don't subscribe, just click that subscribe button and make sure you get those podcasts. They come out again every Monday morning, regardless of rain, snow, sleet, or shine. I make sure that podcast gets out on Mondays. Thank you again. Have a wonderful end to your holiday season. I hope it was wonderful. And however you choose to celebrate those extra few minutes of light that you're getting if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. And if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, sorry that those days are getting shorter, but I'm going to take the light from you. All right. Have a great day and I'll see you next time.